1: Once again, mid-flight Brawl is brought to you by our bloody ripper mates over at Heaps Normal. Oh, there's one. You've got to whisper, Higgie. <laughs> you. you know what to say after that. Heaps Normal. HeapsNormal.com. Get over there. Uh, they are delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beers, and they've won a bunch of awards, and you should get some down your neck. I was going to say get one, but who cares? They're non-alcoholic. Drink the whole slab. Get over to HeapsNormal.com. Chuck in the code DUTY FREE at checkout for free shipping all around Australia. Yes,
0: just had one myself with a homemade pizza. Real nice, real good, refreshing.
1: Oh, yeah. What was on your pizza? Oh, a few different types. Barbecue meat lovers?
0: Absolutely not. Hawaiian? Would you, if you were to make a pizza at home, would you put barbecue sauce on it? That should answer why you shouldn't fucking <laughs> eat those at a shop. <laughs>
1: A heggie special where it's everything plus anchovies yeah, plus some French cheese or something. Yeah,
0: lots of stuff. But anyway, I'm not going to get into it. Definitely not barbecue or tomato sauce though.
1: There's probably like a Bundy rum salt or some Bundy rum chilli flakes. You know how just any yeah. distillery will chuck.
0: Oh, for sure. you can
1: Actually, yeah. what I did do was
0: just get some meat pies, take the top off them and just empty the meat onto the pizza. <laughs>
1: Beautiful. Yeah, Aussie. The, the Queensland margarita. Get it in ya, And while, you are, while you're eating it, chug down a heaps normal. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been
0: countless scuffles, melees and frackasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop
1: belting the shit out of each other. So, ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Midflight Brawl. Midair Madness passengers trading blows. Midair brawl on board a scoot flight from the, the doctor. At LAX. thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Crossing,
0: screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. the lady that started the, I the water, water, please, 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 talking to me? I hope this crashes. Out the fucking
1: door. Welcome to Midflight Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody.
0: And I'm Luke Heggie. How's it going, mate? Big week,
1: big mate, week, Great. Just a couple of couple of Tim Dillon support acts getting together. Oh yeah, for their own podcast, Mid Flight Brawl. Bit of fun, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, it was great actually.
0: I uh, I thought when I started it was going to be like a corporate because the first five minutes are both the ones I did pretty grim, going very badly indeed. They didn't really know what's going on. You know, even from a distance, I could tell it's not their hero. It was someone else, some <laughs> imposter. That's before they started listening, even. But uh, yeah, tough work for for the start. But I think I got I went or got away with it.
1: it well, you right. did the late show at the State Theatre. Heard you smashed that, and then the Palais got a bunch of messages from listeners who were at that show who said you destroyed. And oh,
0: that's nice. I was
1: at a I did the early show State Theatre in Sydney, then a couple at QPAC. Yeah, and I would just open by because you'd, I don't know if this happened to you, Heggy. I believe on your show the. The um, stage manager in Sydney said, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Tom Dillon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they did. Is that true? Yes. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that is really good. And I said I said to the guy doing the back announce each time, I'd go, mate, can you just say, ladies and gentlemen, here's your support act or Yep. ladies and gentlemen, we've got an opening act before Tim Dillon. Mm. Here he is, Nick Cody. You know what I mean?
0: That's what I instructed them to do. Something very similar didn't happen. Yep.
1: And didn't happen, and nothing makes it harder than just here he is, Nick Cody, and people are like oh. who they didn't say Tim Dillon. What's happening? Yep. Who the fucks this bloke? <laughs> yeah,
0: you got to go out and put that fucking fire out off the bat.
1: Just open with, "Hey, I am not Tim." And uh, yeah, pretty much, he'll be out of here soon. Relax.
0: Anyway, yeah, I got away with it. Not traditionally a uh, a good stomping ground for me, support acts in large theatres, but I did enjoy it. It was good. No, great. Oh, he was he was he went really well. Cool. Yeah,
1: he's awesome. Rip a bloke, rip a stand-up. But uh, we then went to uh, we're in Brisbane, Heggy, for my birthday. Yeah. You were a uh, beautiful birthday video message. Everybody love me, 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 Nicholas J, me, me, me. It's my birthday.
0: <laughs> you did want the night to be all about you. <laughs>
1: I certainly did not.
0: You were screaming
1: it. Nothing. Everyone forgot me that it was your than... birthday,
0: in fact, until you reminded everyone one by I one around the I theater didn't backstage. Do you anyone. remember
1: it's my birthday? Oh it's fuck my birthday. you. This is yeah. this is the most upsetting thing you've ever said. <laughs> including all of those Patreon episode uh intros where you do tee off. But um <laughs> oh no, 35, who cares? Yeah. You'd think that. Good fun. Yeah. Good night all round. Got to have a few drinky poos. Got the drinky poos, bit of a tipple. Mm. Um
0: On your birthday night, fortuitous in Brisbane there, sitting around in shiny Bronco shorts, having beers.
1: You headed back home. I was up Sydney, Brisbane, back to Melbourne, Brisbane. It was all over the shop. And then last couple of days, I've had this, um, I reckon in the last week, three times, I felt this, uh, it's like a punch in my chest, which isn't great, coming from the inside out. Was it when you were asleep in Brisbane? Because that could have been me. (laughs) <laughs> Nothing like some coward birthday punches. <laughs> your, I was like, when are Higgy's birthday punches coming? You're like, you'll see, cunt. Well, you won't. You'll be asleep and you'll sleep for longer than you wanted to. <laughs> These are 35 to the back of the head. <laughs> get ready. Yeah. But so uh,
0: Have you sorted out your medical maladies? Well, man,
1: went, went to the doctor and they had to get an ECG and a blood test today. So results results pending. All oh, right, but he said um, these things can these things can happen. Um, these little rare palpitations. I've just got to ask though, have have you been stressed recently, or drinking too much coffee, or too much alcohol? And I was like, what's that, mate? More <laughs> <laughs> I Had to bring him down to the welcome stranger. I was like, say it again, because <laughs> I was just hitting <laughs> spin, spin, spin. <laughs> So hopefully that's all good. We'll soon find out. But you also, I can, I, I, can see you've got some new glasses on. Oh no, these aren't new. They're the same. Oh, they? I, uh, oh, I had I to go to maybe the op- I need some uh, as well. Optometrist because uh, no,
0: it's just it's a new light I've got in the room here. But no, it's not new guy. I didn't get a tent if that's what you're hinting at the pedophile tent yeah. or the <laughs> uh, the wide boy you know oh, everything or, must go tent or even worse the Bono. Oh good God <laughs> no. Um, yeah, went up to the optometrist, right, because they're getting worse, my re- for, only for reading, um, not my opiate. And uh, I got a phone call saying, oh, yeah, you're still coming? You're definitely still coming? I said, yeah, just leaving now, getting on my bike, coming up there now, See you in half an hour, get up there. He goes, oh, there's no optometrist here. I'll just ring her up, rang her up, said, oh, she's got COVID, she's not coming in. I said, would half an hour ago have been a good time to tell me this, maybe? <laughs> and I left it at that. I was like, I'm going to fucking throttle this kid. But I just left because I thought maybe he'll Google me or something and then I'll get a, I don't know, a blog about my tantrum in an optometrist. So I left.
1: I think, how do you have an optometrist open without one in there? That's a we're shut for the day situation on the door. Just a couple of little
0: fucking millennials selling frames or something.
1: I don't know. Oh, Jesus. It was gross. I thought they'd have to have one in there the whole time. So that's it. Another five years will do me. I'll go back in five years and sort it out. Mate, well, what I am looking at, your Zoom background each week, Grimmer and Grimmer, this one looks particularly <laughs> sus. A lot of shit is dug up around the outside of this backyard pool. Oh, it's, um, it's topical. You might know this. There's a blue tent set up, a forensic tent, I reckon. There's a bloke in big white overalls. Uh, oh, no, a big white sort of hazmat suit yeah. having a squeeze. Yep. Is there, I've got. Is this the, the teacher's pet? Is this Chris Dawson? Yes, it is Chris oh. Dawson's pool. He's done it. More back
0: in the news. About to go on trial. No jury. Is he?
1: Mm-hmm. Now, is this the one that just left his wife and then was going out with a chick that he was
0: 16-year-old girl it? at his school. Yeah, he's a teacher. Yes. Nothing to see yeah? here. Left his wife. That's one way of putting it. Makes you think, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> left his wife. Somewhere there, you reckon? Left his wife under the pool, I reckon.
0: But uh, oh. no, they never found her. So, yeah, you know, grim. jury's out, literally. Um. <laughs> Anyway, we'll see. Wow. Well, she never showed up. She just left. Yeah. Just a woman in Australia, just went off to work for St. Vincent de Paul or some shit that yeah. he made up. Never came back. Yeah. Left her kids. See, uh common problem.
1: <laughs> stock standard. One in three marriages go that way, oh, I reckon. Yeah. Walk fucking out never turn up again. The stock <laughs> standard. Going to start a new life. Probably in Darwin. <laughs> Check Darwin. Uh, hey, we got a couple of messages on the old Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you mentioned before Ralph, the Rolf Harris tint. Um, Jesse sent us a message. We mentioned Rolf Harris the other week and he said, Rolf presented me with a merit certificate in primary school. When he shook my hand, he did that little rub the index finger inside my palm oh, to let yuck. me know I was a cute kid. Such a confidence booster. Well, that's grim, Jesse. <laughs> have, you ever had
0: that, have you ever had that handshake? The little fucking...
1: Not from an adult. It's always been someone my own age tricked me with it, but I've I've always copped the middle oh. finger.
0: Yeah, what do you mean? Like as a joke, a friend or doing... yeah? I,
1: re- I reckon Ray Badran's got me with that before.
0: What is it though? Like what's it supposed to mean? If a stranger does it to you, know. is it? It's not a Freemason thing. It's a gay thing, or what is it? No, it's just a creep. Just start throwing. Oh, it's happened to me a couple of times. I I sort of. Stick back after shows pre COVID and used to shake hands with people were walking out of my festival shows because it wasn't that many. Oh,
1: if it's at your <laughs> show, that someone clearly want like, knows who you are, nah, knows man. what you're about. Nah,
0: it was creepy and weird and like a stare down situation. I put my hand out and went, yuck. Yeah, it happened a couple <laughs> of times. gross. I don't know what it is. But I also didn't want to be a bigot, so I didn't say anything. But also, I wanted to punch the guy because it was weird and gross. So, oh, no, that's a
1: creepy tickle on the hand. Yeah. Just ask questions <laughs> later. Um, and James, we had a an episode on the Patreon land larrikins, the crossbow episodes, and he said he had a made out, Mildura, uh, northwest Victoria, living way out on a wheat farm with too much time. He went over to his house and he pulled out a homemade crossbow made with trampoline springs and some welded scrap metal. Sick. Weighed 20 kilos plus, not the best for safe, accurate shooting. Thing also had a dodgy trigger, was wildly inconsistent in power and accuracy. Great. Um, you may not be surprised to know that this mate also had a homemade gun blow up in his hand. Great. Go figure. <laughs> I
0: did. I did read that one. I saw that. That must come across my desk as well. Pretty good.
1: If you got a twenty kilo
0: crossbow, that's pretty much you got to lie on your back and use your feet as well as your hands to make it work, like a catapult situation.
1: Just homemade homemade weapons out of Mildura. I think Mildura (laughs) is one of the few places, Mildura, Wagga, Wagga. there's only a few, not Wagga, Mildura, Orange, like a big gun shop, Main Street. Yeah, guns and ammo, pretty good. Why are you making one? Just go get one. Or does that take (laughs) the fun out of it? Maybe it's like you with your rotisserie chook. I'm like, man, they're down at Woolies, eight bucks. Yeah, not like this, they're not. You're like, nah. Try going into guns and ammo on the main street of
0: Orange on Kite Street there and getting yourself a 20-kilo crossbow. Good luck. <laughs> and some worn cricket balls to shoot out of it. No, nah, not going to happen. Not happening.
1: Well, hey, we're, uh, we're back on the road again. I'm Sydney this weekend at the Enmore Theatre. Where are you, Heggy?
0: I'm Perth at the Astor Theatre and could use a few bums on seats, to be honest, on uh, this Saturday night coming. Any Perth heads? I've got a bloody lot of pencils to shift, and that's my last <laughs> bit of pencils, actually. I'm taking them all. I'm taking a gamble. I'm taking a couple of hundred. Oh <laughs> nah, fuck it. Big theatre show. Not going to fill it, but uh, maybe they'll all be pencil buyers. Who knows? Astor Theatre, 7 o'clock.
1: When are people going to realise that your business strategy is centred around the shifting of pencil units? Well. The, the stand-up is just incidental. It's like the... The fucking Amway chat or the uh You joke about that. But in,
0: in <laughs> Melbourne I not I didn't go to an ATM once. I spent pencil cash on beer and food and everything for the month. Sick. I sold more pencils than tickets. The dream. Oh, not quite, but yeah, <laughs> getting up there. That'd be <laughs> Oh, the other thing, the other thing, this this head is on this week. Well it mm-hmm. will have been on by the time this comes out, and I'll be fielding complaints as we speak, as you listen no less is uh, a little ABC show called The Weekly. Oh. Makes you think, doesn't it? Got a segment on that. Two minutes of this guy on the fucking weekly. See what happens. The, the bloke's uh, back
1: on the ABC on my fucking taxpayer money.
0: Oh, Mr. and Mrs. T-Payer will not be well, happy. But fucking.
1: Whatever. I don't know what Mrs. is putting into the tax, but fucking Mr. T-Payer is going hard. <laughs> so this better be good or I'm getting on that website. <laughs>
0: and while we're down here on the plugs a couple of Sydney comedians Daniel Towns and Steph Broadbridge have got a a podcast and it's an absolute ripper called Stream Roulette and they watch shit that's suggested to their new profile from I believe just Netflix at the moment they're going to have to branch out and the shows are fucking appalling they've already done like 12 episodes I've listened to them all sick fucking great
1: get around it some real shit shows on all of those streaming platforms there's some real doozies I think it's
0: Jump the Shark all those streamers can't find anything there's nothing there and it's all shit
1: yeah, it's turning into like the bad video stores before video stores went away. Yeah, you just don't get a crick neck. You got Die Hard 3? They're like, no, nah, that's gone. Yeah, fuck, all right. Going to have to look. What do we got here? Jason Jason goes to hell. That used to annoy me, seeing all the empty ones
0: up there. Yeah, Gremlins 9. Yeah. You take it up to the counter and go, this one. They go, no, was there one behind it that's all blank? No. <laughs> well, it's out then. Well, why are there 60
1: of this on there? <laughs> oh, yeah. Eggie, before we get into the app, I've got something for you. Yeah, this has uh, Luch pointed out, probably con- contributing to the reason that I'm getting heart palpitations. Um, Tommy Little, great comic, great mate. He's uh, he put up a post the other day of him and Mac Hort- Horton, the Australian swimmer. Yeah, and the post started. The sentence says, "So it's those two blokes in their in their swimmers." looking at the ground. The sentence says, Mac and me trying to work out how, medals, how many medals we have between us. Now, underneath that, I, of course, wrote Mac and I, right? Yeah. Someone has said, I'm incorrect. The way to determine whether the sentence should contain I or me is to remove the other person's name and see if it still makes sense. I'm like, uh, yeah, that maybe. That is correct. Oh, I don't know. I'm not that a is correct, That
0: is correct, but I don't know if you'd start something with me trying.
1: I don't know. Maybe you would these days. Me trying to work out. I'd say I'm here trying, but yeah, he is correct. One's a subject, one's an object. That's when you're meant to use that. I understand if you're trying to explain it to primary school kids. This was a primary school teacher. Mac and I or Mac and me? Mac and me trying to figure out. Oh, I don't know. I, he's
0: correct technically there. Sounds grim. But it's right. Fuck. It's like you sometimes hear people saying Nick and Nick and I's car. You know, no, it's Nick and my car. My car.
1: Yeah, I know that. That's not mm. what he's written. Same principle. Take out Nick and neck me, and it's not. But see, then know. they're just going. Imagine someone's not there, and you go, "Well, they are there." So that is the old-fashioned rule. Maybe it's changed since I read my uh, grammatical rules. Oh man, I'm finding conflicting things online. This is really annoying me. I think he's. I think he's fucking got you. You reckon? Yes. Oh. Depends. You take away the other person's name and if the sentence makes sense, right? Yes. I'm not fucking having this. We are losing people here. We're going to sit here talking about this for minutes, but yes, it is correct. You should use Mary and I when you're the subject of a sentence. Mary and I went to the market. Yeah. And Mary and me when you were the object. He gave Mary and me free tickets to, the sh- to his show. Yes.
0: Well, you take out Mary and both of those and you're still correct. I went to the markets. Um, he gave me free tickets. Mm.
1: Oh, so you're saying, oh yeah, I trying to work out, me trying to work. That doesn't make sense either. I think I'm right. Um, <laughs> not over this sign of the times. No, I think I'm right. That's it. <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> good idea. Got me that one. Maybe you I'm wrong. Be even
0: younger than you are with an attitude like that. All right, let's get stuck in, mate. You muck around too long. <laughs> All right, let's do it. All right, mate. This week, episode 111. The angel number, no less, 111. Is it? Tarot card Is lunatics <laughs> find triple one to be a time for healing and new beginnings or a new life cycle. Really? Uh, even your more established forms of spirituality have indulged in the number 111, believing that it may indicate you're ready to allow your true individuality to wake up and make a difference. So oh. that's you.
1: Um, <laughs> I'm not into that. I'm, I'm more into eight times that number. In a building where you're hearing a bit of this. More tea. <coughs> Sorry, my son's just popped his head in here. Oh. Yeah, Charlie, he's... you got, mate, Dad's trying to work, mate. You all good? That's a tea bag. <laughs> want to say hi to Uncle Heggie really quickly?
0: Go on, get him Heggy up him here. Come here. Yep, let's get out of Come the Come on. <laughs> hi, Charlie. Hi, Uncle Heggie. G'day, mate. How are you? Having a good time yeah. in there, yeah? yeah? Running around, living the dream, being cool <laughs> for your mum and dad. Good on you. you having a bit a of a boys? nose pick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good but on yeah. you. Yeah. Have you? Have you had a poo in the shower lately? Like we talked about? No. No. I thought that was your trick.
1: Who poos in the shower? Um. Um. Daddy. Hey, not me. Uncle Heggie. He poo's in the shower. All right, we've got to run. Heggy and I have to record, bud. See you, mate. Love you, bud.
0: And uh, to celebrate such a number, this week mm. we're taking a peekaboo at a bloke who's done just that and made a big difference to the lives of those around him. Um, oh, yeah? Before we get into that, though, this happens to be on Southwest Airlines this week. Sick. Uh Check at history.
1: Southwest Airline, very odd one. That odd boarding. You don't just board, you know, they don't do business class, platinum, gold first. It's all zones. Mm. Got no idea. You in zone D? Wouldn't know. What is that? Just tell me a fucking row All oh, right. <laughs> I think it's one of those you've got to pay heaps extra for your seat. Yeah. They trick you. Brilliant. That's how they get you.
0: That is how they get you. Um interesting Southwest Airlines incident appeared, uh, it occurred, So sorry, on August 11, 2000. Oh. This involved a young Jonathan Burton, 19-year-old boy, had a bit of an episode. Yeah. I don't know if we've mentioned him before. We certainly haven't done an episode on him fully, but um, no prior mental health issues, only a bit of pot in his system. Jonathan stormed the cockpit. Jesus. Got restrained by eight passengers and held down until they got to Salt Lake City where the filth got on, peeled back the stacks on. Did his
1: status change?
0: No. He was, uh, unfortunately, he was dead from asphyxiation.
1: Oh, fuck. Like the loss of sunlight on a cloudy afternoon. Ooh,
0: gone too soon.
1: Big seppos at it again.
0: I reckon that's the worst one. Um, <laughs> tell you what, you hold someone down, right, when they go quiet, real quiet, you've probably finished the job. Take, yeah. <laughs> take it easy. See it outcome there. No one to blame, of course, except the heavy-handed blokes who arguably fucking killed him, including one who kept jumping yeah. on his chest well after it was needed. Oh. Oh. And, um, Trying to revive that guy him. probably just watch some of that rock and roll wrestling you're in love with.
1: <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> So you're <laughs> Give it out! Give it out! Two sweets! Woo! <laughs> oh. oh my god!
0: But uh, every cloud, though, on the on the plus. Hold up. Side, it got made into an episode of CSI. Um, oh, wow. Although they didn't admit it because they don't want to pay anyone, but they just, you know, they filched that. <laughs> a playwright also pinched the story and made it into a play. And on top of that.
1: Not a musical. Get fucked.
0: Oh, won't be long. Melbourne will be celebrating <laughs> Burton, the musical. Stacks on, the musical.
1: Stacks on, the musical. <laughs> He's gone quiet, um, the musical. <laughs>
0: On top of that, one of your comedy mentors and inspirations made a classic joke about it in one of his many specials he wrote and performed all by himself, (laughs) Carlos Mencia.
1: (laughs) I was (laughs) was trying to figure that out off those two clues. Again, as soon as you said one of your comedy heroes, I know it's never going to be good. (laughs) Um.
0: Anyway, this week's incident is on Southwest Airlines and it's flight 1314 from Seattle to Phoenix. And if you can cast your mind back, to April the 2nd, 2022. Fuck. <laughs> Bit of yeah, TMZ yeah. there. Oh, it's got to be. This is fresh. Yeah, it's incredibly fresh. <laughs> this um, is
1: a couple of weeks back.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's uh, Seattle Tacoma Airport. Had a squeeze handily located right near the port. So
1: you can
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can get off your plane and pretty much walk to your cruise liner or vice versa. Although I doubt many do.
1: Beautiful airport. Also, the airport where that bloke just stole a plane. Remember that guy, the, the Alaska Airlines?
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: just yeah. stole a propeller plane, <laughs> flew around for a bit and tried to do a loop de loop or something. <laughs> <Sick>. <laughs> Man, pretty fucking oh. ballsy. Run onto a runway. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto style, and yeah. just steal a plane, take off and all. It's good fuck. Did they just? They leave the keys in those things. Do they have keys? Man, i I do not. I do not know. Um, yeah. All like that. He he got it, and he was flying around properly for a bit. They scrambled some jets, and they were having a chat with him. But it was one of those. It was one of those uh like military guys. Like, hey buddy, how's it all going up there? You all right? You know, it's like a security guard talking to a yeah. bloke bigger than him at a pub who's kicked off. G'day, champ. Yeah, is yeah. everything all good? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they can just put it down into an island, silly goose.
0: Yeah. Um, at Seattle Tacoma Airport though, they've got the Ballard Brew Hall. Um, oh yeah. At the international, it's one of those one of those ones with an outside brick wall, but inside. Oh yeah. To create the illusion you're in Germany or something. Um. <laughs> Yeah, you see, old men just build a bar inside the house using leftover bricks from under the house, or as a roof tiles and shit. Like an inside bar, sick.
1: I've always thought about it, but I just know how much trouble that would be for my life if I had a house where I could have a bar. Oh, it's it's bad. That's man cave shit. Yuck.
0: Yeah, it is. But is. They're always completely over engineered as well. Like they would withstand the whole, whole house and <laughs> fall down around it. Like just build bars, very very sturdy triple brick bar. Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) Anyway, whereas conversely in Phoenix Airport, there's a sensory room, a dementia-friendly space in Compassion Corner right near the chapel. So if you've got kids or adults with special needs, you can go there to chill out, I assume, provided you're the only family in there. Otherwise, it's just a way to corral all the people who have issues and they're putting on a turn, getting them out of the way of the general public.
1: (laughs) Yeah. There's your little bracelet for the sensory room.
0: Call it a calm room, but it's actually the opposite.
1: Yeah, they're watching them. Anyone that goes in that boarding pass is getting scanned. Keep an eye on them.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Too good to be true. <laughs> Nothing's for free.
0: Get people to self-regulate. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, hot off the press this. Possibly this is the most recent incident from happening to appearing on this podcast we have ever had, I would think. Uh, but it was pretty good. Came across the desk. I thought yeah, we'll have that um, <laughs> three-hour flight. Oh, perfect! Seattle to Phoenix. Not usually enough time to perpetrate an incident of this um, magnitude. But then we're all in a hurry these days. Time is of the essence. Mm. Get into it, uh,
1: TikTok generation. Now, now, now.
0: Yeah, your mate this week. His name's Antonio Sherrod McGarity.
1: Wow, it's a lot of backgrounds in there.
0: Hmm. Well, he was in seat 11F for the three hour flight. Sherrod, S H, S, beg your Yeah. In Gaelic, has the meaning of a wild man. Yeah. Excellent middle name. Probably gave it to himself.
1: I reckon if you look up most names in Gaelic, it's just that. Yeah.
0: Wild man or crazy guy.
1: <laughs> Loose unit. Um, That's Frank in Gaelic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Some indication is of your ilk though. very soon after leveling out, the wild man has uh, he's exposed himself to the woman next to him. Oh geez, bit of a bit of a flasher. Remember flashes? Yeah, that blew my mind as a kid to think like you get told to adults going around just ripping open the trench coat to show everyone they are unmentionables.:
1: Well that, that to me is the first sign you know you've got a flasher. I assume it's just a trench coat. Yeah, a bloke in a trench coat getting on a plane. Hold on, what's under there?
0: But I've never, I've never seen a flasher out in the wild. No. Like I, under, I used to understood. You know, uh, kids do it. Kids do it all the time. Yeah, enjoy themselves immensely. But um,
1: my son came in before. Yeah, my three year old just came in and did the helicopter and left.
0: Yeah, that's standard procedure. <laughs> um, the little flash though wasn't enough for Antonio, so he's decided to pleasure himself. Right there. Jesus,
1: Antonio. Hold on. How did it get past step one?
0: Don't know. There was a woman right next to him and she photographed him. Haven't seen the photo. Don't want to. Um, (laughs) He's ended up.
1: (laughs) Not doing that much detective work, are we? Yeah.
0: No. (laughs) Well, I've already got a few problems with the cookies this week.
1: (laughs) I'll take your word for it, lady.
0: (laughs) Yeah. How many times do you reckon he ended up pleasuring himself?
1: Oh, Half of one time no. before everyone stacks on? No. Four. Shit, man.
0: Four. Oh my God. Yeah. Four. It's a weird one because um, I tell you what, I I've, 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 I've went to a couple of websites and found out the way people talk about masturbation to be quite a revelation. There's some mm. people out there on the internet who are now my fucking cookies and they're uh, oh, asking questions about it on sites such as Quora, evidently. Yeah. Uh, here's one. I am 18 years old and I masturbate at least 20 times per day. Is it safe? Oh. What should I do? 859 answers. Wow. The top answer, go to a sperm bank if you can produce that much. They pay money for sperm. Then they sell the sperm to people who want kids and can't get sperm normally. So maybe you can make some money, capital M. Um,
1: America, baby.
0: Yeah. Four. <laughs> Anonymous said...
1: What? Oh, please, Anonymous what? said stop it or just keep it to yourself. <laughs> no need to tell anyone.
0: <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny. Masturbation is a gift from God and don't judge my sayings but it is true even if it's harem because you don't need a girl nor anything. You just need some alone time in yourself but addicting it and overdoing it is a nightmare. I'm writing this describing the pain I feel currently and, yes, I just finished my 12th masturbation today and I thought I could prevent people becoming like me. Once a day is enough, believe me, I'm facing school difficulties because of masturbation taking all my time. How do you find the time?
1: Better time management. Don't answer fucking wank-related questions on Quora.
0: Yeah, maybe they're multitaskers.
1: That should have zero answers underneath.
0: Yeah. Well, one, I'll get off this in a sec, but a Thai entrepreneur, they don't just let any old idiot call themselves an entrepreneur, um, and Kit Jane has said the following in terms of masturbating. It's out of one's reach, 83 times in 24 hours by a Thailand boy. I would recommend you not even try this because one more guy has died in an attempt to overtake this record after ejaculating 42 times. So don't follow the world record. Instead, follow a healthy number and masturbate in a healthy way to stay sexually healthy. I'm soon coming up with a blog wherein I'll share the best practices and everything that you need to know about masturbation. So (laughs) there he is.
1: Also, I love... Don't don't try it. Don't try it. Also, here's the record, which I don't think is Guinness approved. (laughs) Because I know you went for a Guinness record with your leg hair. They've got to send someone out for that. There's no way someone sitting in the room with that tie bloke is just batting off eighty three times in a day.
0: (laughs) Absolutely not. Even like surely it's just, you know, your word. Like no one wants to see that. I wouldn't think. Like, well, who knows? Who knows? I don't know. I went to said blog. It turns out Ankit is just a regular nerd computer hacker type of bloke. Not one mention of what he promised in terms of his expert oh. information that he possesses. No um, blog. Oh, there was a blog, but it's all about how to hack JavaScript and shit. Oh. Like, man, no, Sick. don't think so.
1: <laughs> hack. I'm here for Jack. Where's your tips on wanking, mate?
0: Oh. <laughs> This is. It's been. It's not been a great week for me on the computer. Um, after the fourth time, obviously Antonio Sherrod was exhausted and fell asleep, and that's yeah. when the woman went and told the crew what had transpired, and they moved her to another seat.
1: You know what they don't in the uh, in the pre flight safety thing anymore. They never mention that there is that call button because flight attendants come around so much with drinks and stuff now. There's not really a need to push it. There is a button just above your head. Give that a bloody whirl. Mm. One will turn a light on, so if the light goes on, not that one, the other one, bing, someone will come and check.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It's a weird one. They landed at Sky Harbour.
1: Sorry, was he in 11F? Yeah. Oh.
0: She was in 11E.
1: Well, he should have been in 11D, but (laughs) surely that's a, excuse me, mate, just slide out the. Side out into the aisle there.
0: Yeah, then launch a few punches towards the window. Um, or are
1: you, are you just transfixed going, hold on, is this bloke wanking?
0: Yeah, I think it was a bit of that, like state of disbelief.
1: You know when people like people, a lot of people died in the tsunami because as the water kept going out, they're like, fucking hell, this is, a, this is weird for the tide to do this and they sort of walked out with it? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it just catches you off guard.
0: Yeah, I think so, if you're not expecting it. You're like a child who's mm. never been you know, in danger, according to them. Um, <laughs> they landed at Sky Harbour with no you, International Airport in uh, Phoenix, <laughs> and the woman was questioned by the Phoenix police. I assume they were verifying that she hadn't just made the whole thing up like a lot of people assume women do as a matter of course, for reasons best known to themselves with nothing in it for them to do so. Um, McGarrity, on the other hand, got interviewed by the female body inspectors mm. and he has admitted to them that he had masturbated in front of the woman and that when he when he said to her he's going to, she threw her hands in the air and said, it really doesn't matter, which he thought to be kind of kinky in his words. Wow. Um, admittedly, he to the moment, she should have made herself more clear that she didn't want him to do it. But all the same, tight spot to be in to come up with the exact right sentence to sort out business on the spot.
1: I don't think it's one of those places where you have to say if you're cool or not with wanking, because you're on a plane, it's probably yeah, in the fine print on a ticket. Yeah, when everyone buys a ticket, you, you, the holder of this ticket, agree not to wank in front of.
0: Yeah, even if they say nothing, that's not, you know, <laughs> that's not yeah. permission. Um,
1: by the way, how sucked in for the FBI? The FBI officers there, they probably signed up. You know, they go to that the FBI headquarters and Langley or whatever, and we're going to do some big stuff. We're going to yeah. fucking find the next Bin Laden and. Get all the info out of him before it perpetrates a terrorist attack. No, mate, you got the fucking plane wanker in yeah. Phoenix. Ah, oh. <laughs>
0: well, thankfully they're doing something, not just sitting outside in their little Rav Four. Um, McGarity is facing charges for lewd, indecent, or obscene acts on an aircraft.
1: And sorry, what do you reckon the cops? Was it very, um, like, late eighties, early nineties? Action movie style when the cops are like, all right, you speak to her, I'll go and speak to McGarity And then the FBI are like, that's not your jurisdiction, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> we this we'll is our case now. I don't think so. We <laughs> yeah.
0: No one's fighting over Sherrod. <laughs> we bags Sherrod.
1: <laughs> we bags.
0: It's never happened. We past. bags talking to him. Yeah. <laughs> um Sherrod. Has been slapped with a lifelong ban from Southwest Airlines. He faces just one, a, mm. a potential ninety days in prison and or a fine for how much? Do you reckon? If you can tell me this, I'll give you half of it
1: Today, uh, I'll come
0: round, uh, drop it off on the doorstep. Is, ra-
1: is it is it a round number,
0: mate? I've just offered you half of it. You're not getting <laughs> fucking hints.
1: All right, nine thousand seven hundred and forty six bucks.
0: No, but I like the cut of you. five hundred dollars.
1: Oh, oh, Man, again, we Unbelievable need... Unbelievable value. We need... <laughs> that's 125 a wang.
0: That's incredible value.
1: If you put the initial flash in there, that's just 100 per thing. Yeah. That's got to be... They really need to sort out some sort of fair Everything. payment yeah, to they crime need a system in the sky.
0: Just sort it out. Well, I don't think we're far off. Like in in direct contrast, very recently, this month in fact, some hefty fines have been administered for some plane incidents. Mm. There was a uh, North Carolina-bound woman fell into the aisle of a plane. Of course. Yep. And (laughs) F.A. tried to help her and she threatened to deck her. And then things escalated (laughs) Yeah. and she got handcuffed and used only her remaining weapons that she had left, the three things, the big three that you have when you're handcuffed.
1: Head, teeth, feet. Yeah.
0: Headbutting, kicking, spitting. Oh, yeah. Yes, well, biting, spitting, yeah. Yep. Um, she's getting asked to pay how much? Tell me to the nearest 50 and I'll give you it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. And it'll take uh, you a long
0: time to give you it.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm going to say $36,400. No, $81,950.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you
1: know how many wanks you could have done for that?
0: Oh, unbelievable. Um, another... Another passenger, a couple of weeks ago, was restrained by a crew after trying to hug and kiss a passenger next to her, while also biting another passenger multiple times. How much you she, reckon she's getting asked to pay? Well, I'll yeah. give you it if you if you're within five thousand, I'll give you this. If
1: all right, so it's got to be between well five hundred for the horrifically lewd acts, and then eighty-one thousand. So I get, I'm gonna say hugging, kissing. So, but it was a woman hugging, kissing. Yeah. And what else did she do?
0: Uh biting another passenger multiple times. I assume that was in the latter stages of the incident.
1: I'm gonna say nineteen thousand dollars. Nineteen thousand, lock it in.
0: No. Seventy seven thousand two hundred ah. and seventy two. And yet old mate Sherrod <laughs> having a pretty good time over this- there for his five hundred.
1: Honestly, this should be, This would. there'd be no winners on a game of price is right. You know, when you normally, you, you've got to put the, the 10 oh, items it. in the home yeah. in order. <laughs> yeah. No way. Yeah, I reckon the fridge is worth more than the dishwasher. Yeah. Yeah. Lock that in. No one would ever get this. Where do
0: you put the hugging woman as opposed to the four time <laughs> wanking man? No way you'd pick that. There's always
1: one that gets you. But it's
0: 150,000 times the amount. Fuck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh jeez!
0: Um, the the comments uh, pretty special oh. <laughs> on the of on course. the news article. <laughs> a fair bit of just yeah, you know, just amateur comics on there. A bit of um, so we can all call this a hijacking. Yep, he single handedly entered the mile high club, etc. Yeah, that sort of shit. All the same, a fair bit of what the fuck was this woman doing the first three times? Then probably shocked. It's not dissimilar to saying.
1: <laughs> Full credit to the commentator. I reckon hijacking may be the name of the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hijacking,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, it's not saying, you know, someone was bashed 300 times, no issue. 300 first time they piped up and said, I don't like being bashed. Well, why now? You know, that's never managed to say anything. I was being bashed. Um, the complainant in one article is quoted to have said, He pleasured himself in front of me on four separate occasions using both his left and his right hands. Mm. So it's nice to know this bloke's ambidextrous. Could put that to better use, really.
1: Or new episode title, ambidextrous.
0: Oh, here we are. We're going to have to put it out (laughs) as a two-part now. We've got two (laughs) solid puns to get us through it.
1: (laughs) Is that why the fine was only 500 bucks? The judge was too busy laughing at all the possible puns?
0: Yeah, maybe. Judges love a pun. Um, I did some rudimentary study on ambidexterity, and it's uh, mm. something generally people will brag about. like oh, I can kick both feet, I can throw both arms. you know it's only one percent of people who truly are, and they struggle to manage their emotions, as do left-handers because they're freaks of nature. Um,
1: a <laughs> bunch of pen in- ink smudged on their hand. I know you. yeah, I can see yeah
0: they're not special. Quite common in comedy, I've found, left-handedness. Really? Awful lot of them are, yeah. It does add up. Uh, much more likely to be schizophrenic, bisexual or gay um, lefties and ambidexts. Oh, wow. Uh, also, more easily manipulated emotionally. So watch out if that's you. A <laughs> couple of famous ambidextrous people Yeah, include Einstein- Oh wow. Da Vinci and Tesla.
1: Oh, three big ones.
0: Yeah. By the same token. Uh Jack the Ripper, Bin Laden, Boston Strangler. So yeah. take the good with the bad there. It's a load of shit. <laughs> That's
1: a three all draw. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they'd done all right, in the ambidextrous. <laughs> big second half from the evil ones.
0: Um look, this it's pretty early in the in the game, this, the um or well, the fallout from this, but it just Came across the desk and thought, oh, no, we'll have that. It's pretty good. Um, not much more in the way of news on Antonio Sherrod McGinty. Uh, what, McGinty? Yeah. What's his name? Fuck. Can't find it now. <laughs> um, Something like that. Yeah. McGinty will do. M- on oh, McGarity. <laughs> beg your pardon. <laughs> Whatever.
1: That'll do. Yeah. You get the drift.
0: McGinty. You know the type and we all know the type. Mm. Your mates. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the old plane wankers. Jesus Christ. Well, that brings oh, us to the end. of A very disturbing, disgusting, but quite an interesting episode of mid-fly Brawl. Thank you so much for listening in. Uh, Heggie, you've still got live shows coming up. Lukeheggie.com for tickets.
0: Yes, and yours at nickcody.com.au for That's more touring. That's the Tasmania is getting closer, so get around that if you can.
1: Yep. We're doing stand up there and we're doing live shows, Hobart and Launceston, in a couple of months. So get on midflightbrawl.com for the tickets there. Get around us on Instagram at midflightbrawl, at Heggie Luke, at the Nick Cody. And uh, if you want to support the boys, get on to MFBHQ. Help us keep the lights on. Patreon.com slash midflightbrawl. We'll see you next week. See you, mate. Clear, hey, mate. Boy. Thanks for tuning in to Mid Air Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head.
0: It's mid flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go? The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap.
1: Planning for your next trip?